Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, it's been a minute since we've talked to you, and boy, oh boy, has a lot transpired. I think they've had like 52 tournaments. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Bryce, they have had a lot of like 250 tournaments. Of course, we're right in the midst and all up in the uh, start of the Olympics and and man, it's just a lot of really, really great stuff going on, my friend. How have you been and how are you taking in all of this tennis right now? Great, great. And, you know, and, and typically we go back and we review, you know, the results of like the previous week's tournaments and, you know, what's been going on there and who were the winners and losers and all that kind of good stuff. Like you said, they were very small tournaments. So we just say shout out to the winners. Right, uh, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> there is one person though that we I got to give some mad mad props to because my man is just doing some doing the damn thing, and he's just like, you know what? Even though it is not clay season anymore, I am going to max out my clay time, and that is Casper Rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's um he's he's doing well. He's yes. doing well. Um, but um. Yeah, so, you know, if folks are interested in what happened in all those tournaments, they can go online and they can check that out and all that kind of good stuff. That's right. But like you said, we have the Olympics going on. And um, I know there was a lot of talk initially about, oh, well, you know, this person isn't there and this person isn't there. And, you know, is it going to be a Buster tournament or whatever? Look. The draws for the Olympics are still very, like, 1,000 level at least. Right, exactly. Type, type draws. And if we want, I may hurt some people's feelings when I say this, but when we really talk about a lot of the people that are not here, they really are not, like, from a ranking standpoint, they're not necessarily all big hitters anymore. Right, you know? right. I mean, right. Th- their names, I mean, of course, Roger and Rafa, you know, they stand yep. out. Hell, Serena, yep. hell, Serena's ranked number 16 in the world right now. I know, right? I mean, she's not even insane. top 10. So when you start talking about having the number one ranked player, the number two ranked player, you know, these type of players, you know, in the world, they are here. Yep, that's at, right. At the Olympics. And, that's right. Um, and so it is still a very good tournament. In addition to talking about the Olympics, there are a couple of men's and women's uh, tournaments going on this week. I think, what, there are two men, two 50s, and there are two women, 125. I know, right? Which, yeah. (laughs) You know, going forward. So uh, I guess for people that didn't make their country's Olympic squad but are still trying to make a little coin and scrape up a few points, um, (laughs) they have some opportunities. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Get your coins any way you need to, folks. We ain't mad at you at all. But uh, yeah, yeah, because you, I mean, noticeably, man, the tournament here in Atlanta, uh, pretty much all of the Americans seem to be in that that tournament there, um, except for the, you know, the, the the, the three or so that are actually in the Olympics, which I believe is, of course, our boy Tiafo, um, Garin, not Garin, but, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Giron, not Garin, Giron, uh-huh. uh, is out there. I don't know exactly why they allowed, uh, Tennis Sangren in, but they did. <laughs> and, um, Tommy Paul, who unfortunately met our boy, uh, Aslan Karatsev <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> And now, you know what? We're going to talk about that match in a few minutes. We're going to come, we come back to that because I got some things to say about that match. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, but since you're talking about Atlanta, I'm interested in your thoughts on, on something. So, yeah, you know, in yeah. Atlanta, like you said, it's, a, it's an American-dominated tournament, which, you know, makes sense. Right. But there are two surprise entries to me mm-hmm. in this tournament, and one being Cam Norrie. Yes. Um, and one being Yannick Center. And, you know, my assumption was that both of these players were ranked high enough to make their country's Olympics teams. Right, right. And, and I don't know, baby, did you hear if it was like a concern out of COVID or, you know? No, no, had heard really no, no information on either of them as to why they chose not to participate in the Olympics. But they both were, of course, ranked high enough 
um, in their you know respective countries. I mean, Cam Nori, I believe, is the top-rated British player right now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so why he chose to skip and uh, and uh, basically come to America and do these hardcore tournaments is a bit of a mystery. But um, um, well, but Andy Murray and they may missing him though because they they trying to do their thing. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't know about Sinner. I mean, they do have a lot of Italians. I mean, you know, the fact that Sinego's there and Massetti and um, uh, what's a boy named Fognini. Um, our boy uh, Matteo decided not to go, although Aya um, Tamjanovic is there, which is kind of curious why he wouldn't participate, but she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, not really sure why Sinner kind of chose not to go. Um it, it, again, like you said, it's a bit of a strange decision, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just overall concerns of, of, of being in uh, Japan, given all of the stuff that's still kind of happening with the pandemic, Delta vi- variants and all that other fun stuff. So I guess different people just have different perspectives. So I would imagine that that kind of weighed into it as well. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are in this tournament where there are a sea of Americans that the two finalists are going to be Nori and Center. <laughs> exactly. The, 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 yeah. the, those are my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that, that says it all, right? there right yeah because yeah i don't know that i see anybody being able to to mess around with them i mean you know nick is there of course but you never know what you're gonna get from nick uh, day in and day out so well and the most exciting thing to me in this entire tournament is the doubles pairing Mm -hmm. of curios and sock right right so uh we know that's a whole lot of talent and yes. a whole lot of no discipline a whole uh, lot of crazy yeah, yeah <laughs> no discipline and team. crazy right so you know which makes for a very dangerous team and right. uh they're playing tonight but um so anyway shout out to the all the tennis that's going on in Atlanta and that's yes. one of the 250 tournaments yes. the other 250 tournament that's going on this week for the men is the Generali Open which mm-hmm. is in Austria and right. that's where your boy you were just mentioning um Casper Ruud is the top seed once again yep yeah and uh, just real quickly some of the other seeds there are you have RBA you have uh, Krajanovic, um, Ramos Vignolas, uh, DeBonis, um, uh, DeGere, you know, so you've got some decent, you know, and they're on red clay, right? So you've right. got some decent right. players there. Right, exactly. Yeah, they, they, it seems like the folks that have been sort of in this clay court swing, they're just sort of rotating in the draw, if you will, um, because the last two tournaments, it seems like they were kind of similar names, but um yeah, yeah. I, I would I fully expect Casper Ruud to get yet another title under his belt. He's got two, this would make it three. So maximize the clay, my friend. Maximize that clay. Yeah, and I just one more, you know, surprise is, you know, in this tournament I would have thought RBA would have right. been at the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, I guess maybe if, you know, when Rafa was like, Hey, I'm out then then I guess they just decided to, you know, I don't know. Send a send a different squad because um, I do know your boy uh, Davidovich Fakina is up in there. Yes. At least, yeah. So, so you know, I, they got I, some Spaniards. And I got something to say about that too a little bit later on, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mister Brad Gilbert. Anyway, yeah, um, okay. So, just real quickly, we're gonna spend you know 120 seconds on this. We got two WTA tournaments that are both 125 <laughs> level. Yeah, uh-huh. One is in Belgrade, Serbia, and and basically when Blinkova is your top seed, we're going to leave it right there. That's it. Um, the only other reason I'm mentioning this other one that is in Charleston here in the States is because it is the women's version of the Atlanta tournament. It is heavy with American women, mm-hmm. uh, Bringle, Davis, um, Lepchenko, uh, Sasha Vickery, where's she been? I, know, I hadn't, right? hadn't heard her name in a minute. But a minute. I do want to give a shout out to a result that happened today, and that is a friend of the show, Jamie Loeb, uh, beat Whitney Osigwe mm-hmm. uh, today, mm-hmm. which, and we know uh, Whitney Osigwe has had some nice uh, wins in the past year, so that was a good win for Jamie. 
Absolutely. Yeah, really, really good stuff on her part. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can see her getting in that uh, getting in some more wins because we'd love to have her back on the show and just kind of learn more about her journey as it's moving forward. So good on you. Good on you, Jamie. Absolutely. So, okay, we got all of that out the way, Isaac. Let's jump into the Olympics. All right. Um, so we have, um, so far, I've, I've only seen the four draws of the, the men's and the women's singles and the men's and the women's doubles. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a double, a mixed doubles draw yet? I have not. And in truth, I haven't even seen the doubles draws. I've been struggling trying to find the draws for the Olympic, which Olympics, which is really weird. I mean, I know that we posted it on uh, the IG, of course, the singles for the men and the women. But yeah, I I would have thought that they would have been on like ATP uh, tour and or WTA has uh, has it. But in any case, no, I have not seen the mixed. (laughs) Right. And and you can go to the um, you can go to the Olympic site. Uh, and you can, um, you know, you can go to the, and they have the draws there, but I don't think they have posted a mixed doubles draw yet. Interesting. But you know, it could be kind of like it happens at the grand slams, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you let a couple of rounds go by, people drop out, people like, okay, let me go ahead and jump (laughs) in the mixed doubles, you know? Exactly. Let me see if I can get a pairing and see if we can't still get some gold. Right. Get that going. So, um, but anyway, um, so from what we have, uh, we've been watching the tennis every night. And um, I don't know where you want to go. You want to start with the the, um, the men's draw or the women's draw? Um, I'm, I'm okay either way. Whichever one you want to start off with. Uh, let's go ahead and start with the women's draw. Right? All right. Very good. Very good. So, you know, this was an interesting draw here, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. our top seeds we had were, um, you know, Ash Barty was number one, Naomi Osaka, number two, Sabalenka, number three, number four we had was, um, who was the number four seed? Well, mm-hmm. oh, I can't f- find it on the draw. It must have been somebody that uh, pulled out, but... Um, you know, just other seeds that we have in there, you know, were Kvitova, Muguruza, the good Pliskova, Jen mm-hmm. Brady, Sakari, Svitolina, uh, Sriatek, uh, Elise Mertens, Kiki Burdens, Pavlochenkova, uh, Benchich, uh, uh, Krasikova. Um, you know, once again, like I said, although you're missing some names, you know, like the Williams sisters and Halep and, and that kind of deal, mm-hmm. you know, this is as strong as any um, 1,000 level tournament, Absolutely. you know, you'll see. That's right. And uh, we didn't get out the first round before we lost the top seed. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that was a bit of a surprise. I did not expect for Barty to go out to Sarah Cerebe's Tormo. But I tell you what, after thinking about all of the different things in play, I understand why she lost. I definitely understand why she lost. I mean, first of all, uh, uh, Cerebus Tormo um, is, you know, she she is fit. She is fit. She mm-hmm. ain't afraid to go right. as long as necessary mm-hmm. in order to in order to get a W. And she will stay out there until, you know, until the lights go out. And for it to be the conditions there, as many have heard, it's very hot in, uh, in you know, in, in, in Tokyo right now. And uh, it's humid. Uh, a couple of the players uh, have been really griping about not even playing during the windows that they have things scheduled. Um, and I think because of all of that and the fact that she had played the day before, played doubles with her partner and they did get a victory, I think she may not have understood and or underestimated how much that would take out of her. So she came out on the court flat. And the last person you want to go out on the court flat with is Sarah Cerebus Tormo. Because, again, she gets balls back. She plays with a lot of topspin and the court surface, Bryce. Um, it, 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 it's apparently allowing for a lot of high bouncing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and Sarah Cerebus Torma was like, okay, great. I'm going to hit some heavy top spin forehands to your already delicate backhand. <laughs> 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 and we're going to see how, what you're going to do with it. Right. And unfortunately, it just was an equation, not 
it just it was not good for for Barty. And and so again, while it was surprising when it was going on, after it happened, after I kind of had a chance to kind of reevaluate, I was like, this result actually makes sense. But what were your thoughts on the match, bro? You know, when I was watching the match, uh, I was like, I was feeling kind of the way the commentators were feeling. You could just see that there was an energy level difference there with Barty. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not the Barty that we had just seen in the finals of Wimbledon. And whether, and I forgot who was saying it, but whether it's the fact that, you know, she went to the Bahamas after, <laughs> uh, you know, Wimbledon and whether she was playing 18 holes of golf every day and she was getting her chillax on. Right. Um, and she just wasn't, you know, but you know what the thing that I have got to give Ash Barty, uh, mm-hmm. number one, after that loss, which, you know, she couldn't have felt great after that loss. She she went and she did the interviews with the press right there on the spot. And you could just see in her attitude, she was like, you know what, wasn't my day. Um, she played well. I didn't get the job done. You know, hey, I'm still in the doubles and I'm right. still trying to go for a medal. Just her attitude is just, I once again, I'll say this over and over again. If you do not like Ash Barty, I do not understand why. <laughs> exactly. There's no reason why you shouldn't. She, to me, is top-notch. Top-notch professional. Right, right. And so uh, so she just won Wimbledon. You know, she ain't got nothing to hang her head about, you know. Right. Um, so she was good. So, you know, shout-out to you, Ash Barty, and good luck to you in, in the doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, now, somebody else who didn't make it, out of the first round in terms of, you know, as we're looking at our seeded players. Right. Was, um, was Jen Brady. Right. And we already had concerns about her health Mm -hmm. coming into the, um, into the Olympics and somebody you don't want to play when your health is on question (laughs) is Miss Stabilot. And that is, (laughs) (laughs) Camilla Georgie. (laughs) Exactly. Say it, say it, and say it again. No, and Georgie cut her up one side and down the other. (laughs) And that was all she wrote. I think it was like three and two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was like, you don't want none of this, sister. (laughs) You don't want none of this. Yeah, she she sliced and diced her up pretty good, Bryce. That was was like, whoo. That was that was rough, but again, Georgie has that type of a game, man. You just you gotta you gotta you know you gotta make sure you own when you get with her because if she's on a good one, you better watch out because she can hit the ball. Yeah, absolutely, right. And, as, and back to what you were saying before, based upon what the conditions of the court surface is at the Olympics, I think it plays in well mm-hmm. to her style of play. Exactly. And and be and to be clear, she she ain't just beating folks. She's she's clowning folks. I mean, she gave Jim Brady a hope biscuit and then the next match against Vesnina, she gave her a breadstick. Yeah, she's like, get your old ass out of yeah, here. Right? <laughs> I ain't messing with you. Right. <laughs> now it'll be interesting what she does against the good Plishkova, though. It that will be interesting. Right, because you know what? You know, I was talking to my mom earlier. I do think that Pliskova is playing with some renewed confidence based upon that Wimbledon final. Agreed. So um, that is, I think, going to be a very, very good match. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that. Yeah, me too, for um, sure. But continuing with the other two seeds that didn't make it out of the first round, because honestly, four seeds didn't make it out of the first round, but mm-hmm. pretty much the seeds have been to form. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty much outside of that. Um, Elise Mertens lost to Alexandrova, and, you know, it's so funny because that's one of those matches that if I ain't got my glasses on, I can't tell one of them from the other. So it was, <laughs> you know. Exactly, right? I knew that could go either way, so... Shout out to Alexandrova. I mean, she couldn't get past the Ponderosa in the next round anyway. Right? Ponderosa was like, see ya. And then Ponderosa about to say goodbye. But anyway, we'll talk about that one. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And then Kiki Burton. Uh, You know, I think they're saying this is her last tournament. Farewell. Farewell match. That's right. So Vondrasova was like, bye. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know Valhalla. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice to meet you. Right. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of sad. But um, but yeah, hopefully Kiki is is off to some better things and a new chapter. So you know, I've always kind of liked Kiki Burton's mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, so sad, but at the same time, real happy that she's moving on. You know, to do some other things that she wants. So that's a good thing. Well, and speaking of just women's tennis as a whole, or, or let's broaden it more than that, tennis mm-hmm. as a whole, to me, so far, the moment of the entire Olympics as it relates to tennis was at the opening ceremony. Oh, when we on. had, because it was funny, because when when Japan came out in, in the parade of the champions, right, mm-hmm. of the athletes, yes. and I was kind of expecting for Osaka to be the flag bearer, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and when it wasn't her, I was like, okay, I think she's on schedule to play tomorrow, so she's probably not even there. And so then I wasn't even thinking about the whole, like, leading up to, to like, the, the cauldron, right? Right. So when I saw that they were passing it on, I said, ooh, let Osaka be the last <laughs> one. And when Osaka came up, with the sister girl box braids, right? Come on, you know, come on. Was now. there? I got, I got goosebumps, man. I, yeah, I, bruh, you can't, I, you and me both. I just, I can't even, I couldn't even put it into words how the, you know, the feels I got when I mm-hmm. saw her, and I was just sitting there like, see, this is what's up. This right. is right here is what's up. My girl had her Felicia braids on. Like, what? <laughs> you better step off me. My braids are tight and I'm here. <laughs> I got a headache. They so tight. Boy, come on now, Bryce. Come, man, I just, it did. It's Like you said, it, it, it's funny how you and I just vibed the same way because it gave me chills. It literally, right. when I saw her, I was just like, hell no. Are you serious? And yes. I just, just the biggest smile was on my face during that entire process. And just how she strutted up to the top of it. And I was just like, that's just a beautiful thing right there, bro. I was, I was, I was elated. Absolutely yes. elated. Absolutely. And the other thing that I'll say is what an honor it was, especially coming off the last couple of months she's had, right? Right. right. That was huge for her personally, I'm sure. Yes. That was huge for the country, I'm yes. sure. It was also huge for women's tennis. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it was huge in terms of, I think they said it had only been once or twice ever before that a current athlete mm. was someone who lit the cauldron, right? right. And right. then... There had never been anyone from the sport of tennis. Right. Exactly. To like exactly. before. So it was history making. Exactly. It, it, it was huge. So I was so proud of her. And, and, and just, I think it made me think back to the U.S. Open, like when she was wearing the mask. Yep. She is going to win this goal. Because I think when she gets in these situations where she feels like she's playing for more than herself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's on a different level. She's on a different level. And Isaac, I know you have watched her first two matches. (laughs) Yes, yes. Extremely impressed. I mean, mind you, folks, Naomi Osaka has been out of the game for months now. And to come back and put it on Zhang Sai Sai, give her some bread, and then get go, you bitch, and be like, lit. (laughs) You here's this whole biscuit for you, right? <laughs> I, Bryce, I'm trying to tell you, bro, it's going to take a Herculean effort to beat right. Naomi Osaka because, mm-hmm. like you said, when she when she has a purpose, it, it man, it's hard for me to see any of these ladies stopping her. It it really. Really, it might have been all right for Barty to go in here and go out, and that might be why Sabalenka went out too. <laughs> they see the writing on the wall. They right? see the writing on the wall, bro, bro. Man, listen, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely putting my coins behind Naomi Osaka to win gold. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just you know, since we're talking about Osaka, you know, I know Isaac, you and I talked about it earlier today. Yeah. Uh, I got an opportunity to watch her limited series um, on Netflix this weekend. Yes, yes. And um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give kind of two sides to the to the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, I would say for people that really don't understand. Naomi's plight 
and the situation of being the top tennis player in the world and everything that they go through and kind of her personality and all that. I think it's really good for those people to watch Mm -hmm. because it gives you great insight on how she is, why she is the way she is. And it also, you really get to see just what a quality person she and her family, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they appear to be. So I, I would highly recommend for people to go watch it. The flip side of it, for me, though, was somebody like me and probably somebody like you who we probably know, we feel like we know Osaka and her situation pretty well. Right. Um, I don't feel like I learned a whole lot. Like, I feel like everything that was shown in those three episodes, I kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and, and also the way that it was shot, it seemed like it had been shot over clearly over years, you know, a lot of you know, hand camera footage and all that. I mean, maybe that was done for effect. I, you know, I would have liked to have seen something a little bigger budget version of that. Right. right. Um, but I will tell you the thing that I did get out of it that I absolutely loved. I have not seen a lot of footage of her father talking mm-hmm. and speaking about how they came up and the role that he played. And her father is awesome. And okay. I think he, I think he just stays out of the spotlight, but he is very well spoken, and he is, I mean, you know, you, you can't really compare anybody to Richard Williams because Richard's right. probably a, a once in a lifetime type guy, right? But right, but he is. I was so impressed with Osaka's fa- father, and it made me understand where probably some of her strength comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love seeing how close their family is. I love seeing how close she is to her sister. I loved how loving her mother is and supportive her mother is. It just, so for me, what I got out of it more than anything was I loved seeing the family structure gotcha. side of it and getting right. to know some of them and the dynamics between her and her sister. And, um, and even, I even liked the way they, they had her boyfriend. Corday in it. They had him in there, but he didn't dominate it, right? Okay, that's good. They had had him in the appropriate amount of space that he should have been in there. Um, But, um, so anyway, I just wanted to take a few minutes to to the listeners, like if you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend uh, you go watch it. Um, it definitely gives you some, some insight on her and her situation. And then just, and then I think like that next, either that night or the next night, she had a match, this last match she played. And so I was even more engaged in watching her, uh, play this match. So right, right. shout out to Osaka and, and her quest for this gold medal in her home country. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about it. Um, I definitely am going to watch that Netflix, uh, docuseries, uh, or I don't know if it's a docuseries or not, but I will yeah. be watching it once it, uh, once, once I can get past all of the Olympics as a whole. Cause you know, man, I'm, I can't even, I can't even get enough in and I am an Olympics. Oh my goodness. I just love it all. Right. So I'm trying to absorb as much as I can, but I will definitely be looking at that uh, once it's over for sure. So Isaac, before we jump off of the ladies, um, you know, Based upon where we're at in the the tournament, all the Mm -hmm. ladies are in the third round now. Um, Based upon who's left, who do you think are the medal contenders? Um, We clearly have said Osaka is one. So who are two of the others, you would definitely, Definitely believing that she is going to to get it done. Um, You know, let me see here. You know, I tell you what, who continues to be on a bit of a run, uh-huh. Um, and I'm looking at the top, top section there is uh-huh. that Krychikova. Uh-huh. I, mean, I, I just feel like she is just got a lot of really good, strong momentum right now. So yep. I, I, I feel like she is going to somehow or another be in the mix, even though there's a potential, I mean, she's played, playing Benchich and then she'll potentially have to play a uh, probably Chankova, but I just, I give her the nod in those matches. Uh-huh. I think it may be tough if it gets to the semi and she has to play like a Rabakina or a, a Muguruza. Um, and that's if they make it. So, um, right. um, so I, so anyway, sorry for the long speech. I'm yeah. looking at Krychikova potentially being in there in the mix. Uh-huh. I think Osaka will be in there. And if I had to throw somebody 
else in there. I, you know, and, and as much as, <laughs> like I said, I never really give her much credit, but I'm going to try and give her a little credit right now. And that's Pliskova. I really mm-hmm. feel like what you said, I think she is going to, she, she's on a good run. And I think she's feeling good about her tennis. I think Sasha finally has her in a good space. Um, she will take that L to Osaka in the semi, but <laughs> I think that puts her then in the bra- in the bronze match, right? Because the four semifinalists have a chance right. to, yeah, correct. So correct. I would I would see her against Osaka, Osaka winning that match, and I would see her battle for the bronze and potentially getting that bronze medal. I am with you on the first. I I, I potentially see an Osaka uh, hmm battle for the gold and the silver. Mm-hmm. I think who may have the strongest hit for the bronzo is Muguruza. Yeah, yeah. Muguruza is looking good. I think she's okay with the back now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if and I could, I agree with you. I think I could see her potentially playing good Pliskova, um, <laughs> you know, for the bronze. But my vote would be on Muguruza. Gotcha. In, gotcha. In that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That's yeah. if you get bashed for Bakina, though. Because I tell you what, that, that Rabak, you know, Riley Kina, as they call her, I still call her Rabak. Rabak. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, she's, you know, she's been on both of our radars for a long right. time. And I feel like she too is finding, finding her game again. So I wouldn't count her out. That to me, that battle potential between mm-hmm. her and Muguruza, that's, now that one's going to be a lights out match right there. I, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. And I think if Rabakina pulls it out, at that point, I maybe would give the edge to Pliskova. Right, right. Yep. You yeah. know. Yeah. So. I see what you're saying, brother. Well, let's keep it moving. Uh, let's take it over to the men's draw. And, mm-hmm. uh, we have, um, you know, the men have been been pretty much coming through. Uh, it's Friday, so I'm right, playing. right. Oh, sorry about that. That's on me. I'm yeah, trying okay. to turn something off here. Sorry, it just popped up. <laughs> that, that's okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and jump to the first seed okay. that didn't make it out of the first round. And, and I think <laughs> we kind of thought that this might happen, but um, hometown boy. Uh, Nishikori right. didn't waste no time with uh, Rublev. Right? No, no, no. He was like, look, son, <laughs> we are in Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> this is right. my backyard. This is not yours. So I'm going to go ahead and, and dismiss you and keep keep things moving. So that was a surprise, though, I have to say, Bryce. Right, right. Um, uh, but was very happy for Kane. Yes, very much. Very, so. very happy for him because uh, I think that that matchup tonight against him and Ger- Jerome, mm-hmm. that's going to be nice. Now I expect for K to pull it out, but yes. Yes. but Jerome is a is a he's shown to be a battler. You know, he, he is man. I, I I have to say he's done a lot better than I expected him to do because I didn't expect him to get out the first. I didn't expect any American to get out the first round to be honest. With you. <laughs> well, they, barely, uh, they, they barely did. Men yeah, or women. Two, two or two of the four. So that was kind of nice. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, I did not actually have Giron getting past Gombos, but yeah, he 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 did the thing. But yeah, I think K I think K might have some some things for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now the other one you know I'm gonna let you talk about this one. <laughs> he was supposed to be in the the first round matchup that we were most hyped to see. It yes. was going to be Andy Murray, Andy Murray yeah. against FAA. Yes. And so Andy Murray was like, you know what? I am not gonna have this dude running me in my vibrating <laughs> hips all around these courts, right? With these high bouncing balls. We done so already I'm, done this. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and sit down. And Mel, I mean, not Mel, I'm, I'm jumping back to somebody who played in the 80s. Um, <laughs> Max Purcell, yes. lucky loser, gets in and said, I ain't scared of you. Ain't scared of you at all, dude. And and he just, in my opinion, he played the right type of game against Felix because he knows that at this stage in the game, Felix is all about if I don't, if I'm not getting through with my A game, I'm just going to hit harder. Right. And Purcell was like, I can take all of this pace that you're giving me and I can redirect it just back at you nice and flat. And honestly, Felix's game just looked a bit off on the day. 
a lot of shank forehands. Um, that backhand that looked good on the grass, whoo, that thing looked, it just looked <laughs> wrong, man. It looked wrong. I was just like, ooh, it don't even look like you know how to direct that backhand. It looked like he was literally just trying to get it back in the play. And, and, and I know that you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going to say, you're going to talk about me. And, and, and I, and I recognize this, but I'm just going ahead and put it out there. I tend to look at a lot of folks' games, and I'm now kind of looking at Djokovic's game, mm-hmm. and his game is very simple. He hits mm-hmm. a very simple forehand, a very simple backhand. It's just clean, and it's very precise. And when I look at Felix's game, he got that whippy forehand. He got that backhand that just – it don't look right. It's not even a shovel backhand. It just – I'm still trying to understand, like, how he's holding his racket and how he's following through – it just looks like it's too much. It just looks right. like it's extra. And mm-hmm. and I just feel like that extra-ness is really what's getting in his way because the minute that any form of nerves come into play, he starts shanking. And he looked bad in that match because, again, he was trying to out-hit Purcell. And Purcell was like, I can take this all day. I'm just going to uh-huh. redirect it. I'm just going to slide it right on back. And he was playing that Leighton Hewitt tennis. You yep. can try and throw all the power you want at me. I'm just going to take it right back at you. Right. Take it on the rise. And it was just very disappointing in my eyes that he didn't see that and try to do some level of adjustment. I just, I, I'm just very concerned about it. Felix and I know he's 20 and I know we try and and and, and give him breaks because he's been in eight finals and still hasn't won one yet and I still believe yes he eventually will win one but for me I'm beginning to wonder though are you really setting yourself up to be a Grand Slam champion okay <sighs> is it my turn it is your turn bro jump on in here because I got so much I can say about that one go on ahead bro. all I'm gonna say is when I was watching that match and and you know I don't want this because I like Felix and I want Felix to do well and all yes. that. Yes. But this was the first time I watched Felix and started to feel like, is he the male version of Madison Keith? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because once again, it's somebody who has all the physical things right. that you think that you need to regulate. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. You know? And it's something that is missing from from pulling them all together to be a champion. Right. And and I was so glad. I was wondering what the record was, and I guess they were saying it yeah. was Benito. Um, yeah, Benito. You mm-hmm. know, ten finals. Without, right. Felix is at eight. He's at eight, and but I, he's twenty. He he is twenty. But what I'm saying is. The longer it goes, the more mental it would be. And the thing right. that I would do if I was Uncle Tony, and I know Uncle Tony ain't trying to get no advice from me. <laughs> I would have Felix go play the Madagascar Open. Yep. See? That is played down there on sand. Mm-hmm. And win him a title. You know, just get something. Just but you, but you know what though, Bryce? Get it off your back. Here, here's the risk of that. Safe, <laughs> safe risk. He does go and play on them rocks. And what if he get into a final with somebody ranked 200, and he still take that L? <laughs> uh, well, then, well, well, then you know what? At that point, it is just it is truly on him. Right. Exactly. Truly, he, exactly. He, remember what I said when I when when we heard the announcement that Uncle Tony. Can you hear me? Was working. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. When we when we first heard that Uncle Tony was going to be working with FAA, I said the part that he's missing mm-hmm. is the part that Uncle Tony can bring. Yes. And if he does not get it done under Uncle Tony, he ain't got it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I at least feel like with Felix though the the desire to win and be a champion is there. I question that with Madison. I feel, mm. I feel like Madison very much is like a Tiafo. She's just happy to be there. And, and I just, you know, it, it just seems like she's very dismissive and that she really doesn't have that hunger of a Grand Slam champion. I at least see that in Felix, if I'm being honest. Okay. Yeah, I see he hunger. But, <laughs> you know... <laughs> so anyway, so Felix is out. Yeah, right? he gone. He gone. Bye. And, um... 
And but once again, other than that, the seeds kind of made it through like they mm-hmm. they were supposed to. Now I'm gonna tell you. Speaking of the American men, who looked good was Tiafo. He did. He did. He looked really good. But of course, his test is tonight. It's tonight because you know, and he. But see, the thing is, he gears up for the for the for the big matches. So I feel like he will come into this one with the right mindset and with the right perspective. And I actually think he's going to upset CeCe Paz again. I wouldn't doubt it. If he plays the way he played his first round, mm-hmm. I would expect it. But then he might then in the next round get get skull plucked by <laughs> Umber. Like a Uwe Umber, exactly. Right. Umber might be like, mm-hmm, bring that on here. I got all this left in this for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so okay. Now, yeah. let's talk about our who we think will meddle out yes. of here. Yes. Uh, and, and, and and just real quick, shout out to my two JV team members, Davidovich Fokina and mm-hmm. uh, Dominique uh, Kupfer. Uh, yes. I don't know how much further they're going to go, but <laughs> shout out to them for getting those first couple of rounds in. That's but, right. Yeah, who do you, who do you think is going to meddle here? Uh, so it just, I'm just, Djokovic will take the medal. I just, I, I just, it, for me, I just saw him yesterday against Stroop and Stroop was so excited and he got out there, was just on his tippy toes and he was trying to do this new plan. And Djokovic was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Go on ahead, do what you got to do. And then come four or five, he just, he just did a Djokovic. He, he said, okay. I know exactly what I need to do here. I'm going to break you. I'm going to hold for the first set. And then I'm going to break you again just to break your spirit. Right. And after that, it was over. It was literally. And once I saw that happen, I was like, this match is over. Because that to me is how Djokovic plays now. He 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 does not get stressed and or pressed. You might think you're doing something big time. Because I was looking at Stroop. And Stroop was playing some good ball the first eight games or the first nine games. Right. But then it got to, again, him uh, trying to hold serve to stay in the set. And here come Djokovic doing Djokovic things. And for me, I just I just don't know that I see anybody getting in his way, even if it is best two out of three. I think he's going to adapt his mindset and he's going to play his best tennis against the people that are in front of him. And he will. I feel like he will take the gold. I agree with you. Um, the my hopes lie on two Russians. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that match between Karasev and Tommy Paul. <laughs> I I saw highlights of it. And yes, it looked like uh, Aslan might be back. Aslan is like, I am so glad to be off of that damn grass. <laughs> let, let me remind y'all yes. what I do on hardcore. Look, he, that was just straight disrespectful what he did it was- to Tommy Paul. It I really mean, was. I mean, he was like, now, Tommy Paul, you know you are not Olympic material. <laughs> we understand because John Isner didn't come and Taylor Frizz didn't come. You you got the honor of getting on the squad, but you're not Olympic squad material. No, no, friend. Sorry. He treated him like a child. He really did. It looked like it was different weight classes, bro. It really and, did. And my thing is, they're <laughs> one of the few ways you can beat Djokovic mm-hmm. is... You were on your A game and you literally hit him off the court. Right. Karatsev is one of the few players Mm -hmm. that possesses the ability to do that. Now, granted, we know both sides of Karatsev. Karatsev can hit you off the court and he can hit himself (laughs) off the court too. (laughs) Exactly. So let's, let's be real clear. Let's be clear. But he already has the confidence of having beaten Novak in his backyard. In his backyard. A couple of months ago. So he ain't going to be scared of of um, Djokovic and also the way that these courts are playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I'm right. not out here putting my mortgage on <laughs> Karasev beating Djokovic, but he is my hope in the top half of the draw. Right. right. Of somebody and, that could do it. Right. And Bryce, I, and, and just to add a little bit extra on there as well, like you said, he's already beaten him. I think that's the one person in that top half that Djokovic does not want to play because Karatsev loves to play the spoiler. He really, yes. really does. Mm-hmm. And you saw that when he beat Djokovic in his backyard. He got right. that smirk on his face for a reason, y'all. 
Let me just let you know. That smirk is there for a reason because right. he likes playing the, the foil. And right. if he gets a hold of Djokovic, that is going to be an explosive match. And yes. I honestly give him a very, very good shot to win it because again he to me is the one up on top that would be in Djokovic's mental I really don't see anybody else up on the top side maybe as Zverev but even Zverev uh, he, you know yeah. Zverev love him and all this other right, stuff yeah, yeah. I think Karatsev is the one that he 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 is most fearful of in, in that totally top yeah and yeah. if and my second hope mm-hmm. is if he gets past Karatsev that he meets Medvedev in the final. Yeah, yeah, he'll have to because he's the only other one that that will be able to potentially do something against Djokovic. Right, and and hopefully, you know, you know, you, you work, you hope that there's hopefully some of this kind of team action going on that <laughs> that maybe even Karatsev takes a little bit out. Of right, Djokovic. wear him down. Yeah, right. <laughs> as much as you can in the best of three set match. Right, and and so like I said, so my hopes are completely with Team Russia. Or, or yeah. the, I'm sorry, the ROC. The ROC, yeah, uh, which is odd. That, yeah, that threw me. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> uh, so you might as well call Russia is acting the same way. Right. Um, but that, that's my only hope. And, and, and those are, and honestly, those are my metal people. Yeah. Djokovic, yeah. Karatsev, and, um, and, uh, Medvedev. I agree with you 100%. Those are my medalists as well. Yep. So, uh, now of course we have doubles going on and, Isaac, let's just talk. Okay, we've been talking all year, all year. about the number one doubles team uh, by far. I mean, there's not, I don't even know who's considered number two, but um, you know, it, it's just a real shame to me that Dorona took out Mektich and Pavic from the French Open because we could also be potentially looking at them going for a Golden Slam. Absolutely agree, uh, man. Uh, this year, yes. But, we hope people saw that match last night that they played against Musetti and Sonigo. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Tremendous Excellent. match. Yes. And shout out to the Italians because on paper, I thought, okay, they're going to get drove. You know? <laughs> right? They're going to get drove. They brought the ground strokes. But I'm telling you what, Mektic and Pavic were like, we got hands. Yes, we exactly. We got hands and we know how to use them. And not like Basilevili or Zverev. We got we got them good hands. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Mektich, like they said, he, is he a magician after that? I tell you what, might as well be, bruh. I mean, just incredible hands, man. Those those both of them, both of them are just silly good, silly good. So I don't really know who's going to get the bronze and the silver and men's double, but shout out to the gold medal uh, winners, Mektich and Pavich. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know, that's it right there, bro. Who do you think is taking it in women's doubles? Oh man, that's a you know, that's a really really good question. I I have not really named anybody if I'm being honest with you. Hey, who who are you looking at? Krachikova and Sinyakova. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that 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 that's the definitely the more likely shell. She may do another double double. Right. Uh, she might be like, ooh, this is the French all over. I like this. <laughs> I like these feels. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they, you know, I, I, you know, if they don't win the gold, I think they definitely medal. Uh, they're just, once again, they're just, um, you know, they're not at Mektich, Pavich level, but right. they are, they're really representing on the women's side of things for doubles. They sure are, because they yeah. sure are putting, and they're putting some things on folks, too. So, yeah, right. we'll see what Badosa and Cerebus Tormo has for them in the next round. <laughs> mm. Right. They're going to be like, we not Ashburn. <laughs> we, <laughs> we not Ashburn. We are not Ashburn. It's though. not going down like that. <laughs> so, Isaac, we've only got a few minutes left, and I know we want to encourage people to go out there, watch the Olympics. We're going to be here. Actually, I think the way the schedule is, uh, by next Monday, they should be done, right? Uh, yes, correct. Correct. Um, so uh, next week, join us, and we should be able to talk about the results and all that. But we have some other news that we want to share with you, and that is that Brothers on Tennis, we have a partnership with City Taste of Tennis. Um, to work with them on their lead up events to this year's U.S. Open. And the really cool thing is 
If you're not familiar with City Taste of Tennis, go back. We did an interview with their um, president CEO of AYS uh, Sports and the coordinator of the the city events. I think we did what the interview was in December of last year. Yeah, I think it was around that time. Exactly. Go back and listen to that interview. Hear what City Taste of Tennis is all about. If you are familiar with them, then you know what a really big deal this is uh, for us. And they're doing something completely different this year completely different than they've ever done before. And we're so excited to be working with them. And just when we were getting on to record this podcast, we got word that Wednesday night, uh, we will be having an interview with Penny Lerner again for her to break the news and exclusive on exactly what City Taste of Tennis is doing leading up to the U.S. Open and the role that Brothers on, on Tennis will have uh, in those various events. Isaac, what are you thinking about this this year? Yeah, man, I'm just very, very excited, like you are, like the brand Brothers on Tennis. I mean, for us to be able to to um, partner up with uh, with City and with Penny is just really awesome. And uh, just looking forward to, uh, you know, the collaboration, looking forward to the events, looking forward to all the all of the fun things that will come in regards to this uh, uh, this partnership here. So really excited, bro. Right. So look for um, the interview to post online this week and you will start seeing social media promotions from us about these various events. And I'm telling you, if you can attend some of them in person, please do. Uh, if you can't, we're going to try to keep you up to speed with everything that's going on online. Uh, just like Isaac said, really honored and excited to be partnering with City and uh, the Taste of Tennis folks uh, for this 2021 lead up to the U.S. Open. So, Isaac, any final words uh, from you before we head over to IG Live for our after show? No, no, we're going to get the after party started. And uh, <laughs> there's still a lot of tennis to talk about, a lot of topics that we didn't touch upon. So, uh, yeah, yeah, check us out on IG as well. The after show will be popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once again, we thank all of you for listening. Uh, make sure you jump out to our website. We have merchandise out yes. there. We have all of our episodes out there. Um, get yourself excited. The the um, hardcore um, season has begun, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of great tennis that's coming down your way. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, enjoy the Olympics and go USA. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.